Welcome down to the Keep Politics Out of Podcast Rally. Here we know what really matters to the people. It's that we don't want to get political here on this podcast because we don't think podcasts should be political, just like games shouldn't be political. And they've been doing a great job. So I think, you know, we can really set a trend here. What is your thoughts on uh, politics on podcasts today, uh, ma'am? I tell you, I am sick and tired of it. I believe that we should keep all of the politics out of everything. Out of all of it. Keep the politics out of everything. I I consider myself an anarchist. And I think that in general, we should really keep big politics away from, you know, whatever. We should really focus on communal and, in, and, you know, smaller scale actions and, you know, really get away from the idea of big government and statehood. So, yeah, keep politics out of podcasts, keep it out of games, keep it out of uh, keep it out of everything, you know, and, and really just focus on small level communal actions. That's so funny. I was just last week at a keep politics out of government rally and they all kept calling themselves anarchists and you know, I, I just think, you know, anarchy, as everybody knows, is just very scary. People just hear the word anarchy and they go, ooh, anarchy. I don't know what that means, but that's a bad word. So I don't like that. And I'm not going to Google it or look <laughs> well, anything up. Well, let's, but, <laughs> but I'm confused because you were just saying you wanted to keep podcasts out of, poli- uh, you know, politics out of podcasts. So it's just anarchy, right? It's just blowing things up for fun. That's what Google told me one time when I uh, Googled anarchy explosions. Right. Well, then, well, what do you mean when you say keep politics out of podcasts? Do you, you certainly aren't using it as a euphemism for saying keep women and queers and people of color out of podcasts and politics. Goodness, no. Goodness, no. That would be uh, horrible. I just think uh, there is a right time to d- discuss these things. And I just think we need to uh, uh, create a culture of uh, of unity, you, you, you see, and uh, uh, just a good culture fit in our in our podcasts, um, where uh, we all hold the, the same beliefs, of course. Right, of course. Yeah, no, that 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 doesn't sound... That's there's no logical really, uh, conclusion that could go wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, there doesn't really seem to be much logic behind that one. But you know what? I'm glad <laughs> we can at least agree on the words, keep politics out of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> God, there! I tell you, we go, we, we, we've witnessed so many weird interactions on this podcast. I don't know why we hang around all these strange people who have all these weird conversations, Claire. You know, it's like people watching. I love people watching and... And sometimes uh, you get bored of the rhinos and you have to switch to the giraffes. And sometimes the giraffes have really long necks, you know? And that's what watching these rallies is like. Just one really long neck after another. I suppose so. You know, sometimes you got to just look out at those long necks and see the long, the long, long necks. I'm going to be honest, this, this metaphor has kind of gotten away from me pretty much immediately. This metaphor is mostly just, I want to look at some giraffes. Um, how, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I am, uh, vibing. I am surviving. I am craving, as always. I am always craving. I, the cravings never stop. That's what I, that's what I have. How are you doing? I've now done two very weird intros in a row. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody out there thinks I'm a, a weird conspiracy theorist or uh, uh, not an anarchist. Um, yeah, no, we are. Yeah, no, we have. We've really, I think, this these past couple of times, we've really seemed like perhaps we are, in fact, not who the fuck we are. I mean, it is a comedy podcast, and I do try to keep it pretty satirical and, you know, pretty far removed from reality. Uh, uh, 60%, 70% of the time, I'm gonna say seventy yeah. percent of the time. Can, we, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's about right. I think well, this is the thirty percent. I'm just gonna slip my uh, my satire pants back on. Uh, oof, it has been a bit. Um, so now that these are back on, uh, do you have any cravings? This is my satire voice. Do you hang have on, any cravings? Old, hang on. Are are our cravings satirical? Are you? Are you? Tell, <laughs> hang on, Claire. Hang on, Claire. I need I need to I need to just clarify something with you. Are, that's my are, specialty. Are our cravings, is this whole thing been satirical to you? Because I've been pouring my heart out. I've been honest here about what I want, what I care about, what I like. And 
What? Has this just all been satire to you? Look, the cravings are real. The solutions are real in some dimension. <laughs> I just think a carpeted bathtub is the way of the future, oh, not the Oh, God, past. we can't go back to carpeted bathtubs. <laughs> I just, I don't know, Brianna, you're making a really good point. Maybe the carpeted bathtub wasn't satire. <laughs> Okay. Maybe it was a real invention. All right. Well, hey, maybe the handy glove or whatever the fuck that thing was, where uh, it's just a little like like the uh, that mac was the and handy cheese helper. No, right, have... The handy helper, which is basically a hamburger helper android glove thing That's that what it like, was. Yeah. jacks you off or something. I don't I, fucking know. I, no, it did not jack you off. It's not Master <laughs> Chief's suit. Um... <laughs> Great, you've just enraged the gamers. Claire, there is nothing in this world I like more than enraging the gamers. Yeah, this is a pro-gamer zone. We're, the, we're pro-gamers. We are all pro-gamers. Should I do a craving? Yes, please. <laughs> I feel like this one is actually kind of fitting for our intro. Um, and, I'm scared. And sort of, in general, this <laughs> this way in which we've been we've been joking and pretending that, you know, we're, we're like, evil. Because my first craving is, you know that moment in a piece of media when people become corrupted or mind-controlled or the, the good guys are, like, fighting on the bad guy's side and, like, being controlled by them in some way or they've, they've been corrupted in some way? Um, I yeah. love that shit. I love that shit more than anything. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I just crave it e every time. I I mean, the reason that this came to mind is because of Blaseball, in which there are now players <laughs> playing for the evil peanut god. Right. But the Blaseball kind of imploded and turned into a JRPG, I heard. Yeah, it turned into a JRPG, and Jessica Telephone, the potential protagonist of Blaseball oh, at this point. That's was... who JT is. I saw JT, yeah. and I was like, why the fuck is Justin Timberlake in Blaseball now? <laughs> no, Jessica Telephone uh, hit a home run to to end our chances of defeating the Peanut God. And so there's been lots of really good corrupted art of various of the players for the Peanut team looking all corrupted is that I just why they said ring ring i saw the octopus yes. said ring ring or something yeah, because the, jessica the, telephone the peanut said ring ring because of jessica telephone the oh good peanut also said because of york silk who is a player for the fridays who's like literally the fan lore is that he's a child great and that's good is, and normal and the slogan that they had was he's york our dork or whatever and because york was corrupted or whatever peanut said my dork and it's very good there's a lot of the peanut talking to the fans and being like, haha, I took your favorite fucking players. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got them. Which I love. Love to see it. And because you do love to see it. Or maybe you hate to see it. It's both, right? <laughs> I love it when the good guys have to face off against their corrupted or mind-controlled friends. And they're like, yeah, how could you do this? And blah, 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 blah. Or like, it's not, it's not really you. Snap out of it. But they're like mind controlled and stuff. And it's very good and angsty. And also just awesome to see the good guys use their powers for evil. Because I think it drives home the fact that it's possible for good guys to use their power for evil is the thing that I like about it. I love corruption arcs. So, Claire... What's the salt craving corruption arc? Is this the thing that we're going to do to solve this craving? <laughs> well, how would we use our powers for evil? I'm just going to like go down a YouTube rabbit hole and become a conservative. And you're going to have to spend the next like three years saving me from becoming like an anti-vaxxer slash turf <laughs> slash, oh I don't know, God. QAnon conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's rough. But like, okay, but here's the thing. I don't think that that's what your corruption arc would be. Because here's the thing. Oh, it's like, okay. It's about, because the, the, the key behind the corruption arc, and this is my favorite part of it, is they have to be still, to some degree. Still them. Still them using their skills, using their traits for the evil side being controlled by this other entity, right? I think what it actually would be is you start doing software work for, like, some sort of evil conglomerate, you know, and, like, getting really into it and becoming that sort of capitalist. So the question, of course, is, like, where does the corruption come? Because, like, as, as someone who is, like, 
pretty picky with the companies I, I would work for. Is it just like a faltering of that pickiness? Is it just like uh, becoming a cog in the machine, but then being like, you know what? Yeah. I gave up, but then capitalism saved me and I rose to the top. And you know what? I was wrong the whole time and capitalism is good, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's one type of corruption arc. To me, the two types of corruption arcs are... One is characters being mind-controlled by a specific force into doing that specific force's bidding. And in that case, it would be like some sort of tech company stuck a chip in you to force you to do software work. Oh, that's very bad. Okay, that's, that's, okay, that's like against my will. That's okay. Yeah. I thought we were just doing like a slow burn sort of- That's the other type uh, of corruption. That's the right, other type of corruption yeah. arc. The Blazeball shit is the first part. Yeah, or like She-Ra was also the, the first part. Or, yeah, she um, right was, she uh, was also that, right? Dragon Ball Super, where because clearly the fans wanted to see Vegeta and Goku fight again, there's an entire, like, five-episode arc where they have to fight to sit-survive, Hell is yeah. the thing. They have to be like, I'm gonna fucking beat you up, because if I don't, you'll die. And it's like, alright, let's it. see ya. Fucking Love do it. it. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually better, because they were in, like, they were in control like, they were conscious of what they were doing, but they're like, no, like, this is the only way. Like, we yeah. have to fight or you're gonna die. And it's so funny. Like, that's even funnier, actually, because it's not even corruption. It's just like, what is any excuse that I can use to <laughs> see these two assholes fight? Yeah, because that's the thing. You want to see the characters fight, right? I mean, this is the thing, is comics have done this for years upon years mm -hmm. right, with any excuse yeah. to settle questions like who's stronger superman or batman right? <laughs> right like that is the thing but i like it when it's both like oh who's stronger how are they gonna you know go fight this but also like the feelings i would be very sad to see you at whatever corruption form it took um, I'd be very sad to see you in that position, and I would fight to free you from that position. I'd also be very sad. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be sad if it was like a microchip. I'd probably be quite into it at that point. But I mean, if it was a slow burn, I'd yeah. probably be I'd probably be sad because I imagine, you know, there takes a certain level of like emptiness and sadness under capitalism to sort of despair yeah. and be like, well, I guess this is good enough. I have no idea what my corruption, maybe like, I don't know what if I were to be hmm. like corrupted would be like would i be doing propaganda like is that the thing yeah maybe it's like <laughs> okay so like the worst thing just came to mind would be like conservative propaganda how leftists are ableist because they expect you to go to rallies all the time i don't oh, know that's the, I'm, I'm like trying to yeah. twist it around right like no, how I do you make this yeah. shit twisted around yeah, like a, a hard pivot towards just awful libertarian type shit, you know? Right, right. The government is bad in every way, so we shouldn't have any form of, yes. like, organization. We should all yeah. be independent. Like, you know, we can all survive for ourselves or whatever. Alterna the alternative is the potential of, like, full authoritarian. Fully authoritarian. Really? Like, tanky. Like, tanky feels... Like the other How do you get from where you are to tanky? You gotta walk me through that one. What's the pivot? What's the pivot from, like, socialist to tanky? <laughs> yeah. Tankies are just, like, socialists and communists who are, like, justify and apologize for the mm. crimes of existing of communist shitty. states. Yeah, to, right, yeah, okay. To, to, yeah. yeah, fuck that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like, that daddy, would be That would be, that would be a, 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 a corruption art, for sure. Um, who came before Putin? I mean, not before Putin. There's another person. I mean, before the person who came before Stalin? Putin. Yes. Yeah, Stalinists. Um, yeah, Stalinists are, are are a type of tanky, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, what's the, like, general, if both of us, if both of us become corrupted, what is salt cravings What's the corrupted become? salt cravings? Oh, Like, what is salt um, cravings as a, what is dark salt cravings? Tell me about the evil. cravings, the worst condiment. Not you hey <laughs> what's a condiment we both uh, can agree that we both dislike is there anything what condiments do you dislike a lot of them you don't like pickles i'm fine with pickles exactly um, that's my point god <laughs> i love pickles the condiment relish kind of sucks relish kind of sucks relish cravings sure or just relishing in other people's suffering because right. that's a new podcast right. and it's about you know, it's another food-based pun. 
I feel like I feel like evil salt cravings is just the jokey solutions we make to cravings, but we're serious about them. Evil salt cravings is like is looking at literally any of our ideas for mm, solutions to cravings. And I see, like, and hey, like this capitalizing is a good idea. Off of them. We should yeah, do this. You know what's really funny that I've like never brought up since we like started this thing was do you remember you know that our like tagline on our Twitter is you can't control your cravings but you can monetize them find out more at saltcravings.com we've literally never monetized anything i love it i mean that's the joke it's ironic but i think i want to change that at some point but yeah i was thinking about changing it too because it's like what i don't think that's just not what it is we made it we made it we couldn't think of anything better honestly we couldn't yeah but i, I um, think we could come up but with i think it's so now. funny because i think that's the tagline of yeah but for serious of the evil oh god of the it's evil like salt this is a fucking pitch show it's an it's actual a, it's a think like, tank show yeah absolutely we have guests and both, on and then we and steal their extremely, ideas yeah we're both really rich with our blood money because we stab all our guests so they bleed out and then it's blood money <laughs> yeah and we just we hear pitches for various products and come up with the best most marketable product for the people we're gonna sate your cravings with this new product click the link below to get your pre-order of the carpeted bathtub now today it's only 69.99 420 and you know what support small local podcasts so yeah if you want to uh vote with your money right and really like buy things to show (laughs) your alignment you should buy this product that we made buy a vote in the salt cravings election which will decide how we vote so you can uh you can buy our votes yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so that's 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 fun yeah you can get to the voter tier on our uh patreon (laughs) evil um, patreon <laughs> yeah evil patreon <laughs> evil salt cravings has their evil patreon yeah that would all be that would all be awful but i think like here's the other part of the corruption arc though and i think this is important is we would look uh i think very cool because whenever a character gets corrupted they look very cool and <laughs> And so that yeah i'd have to get the hair i'd have to like shave my not shave my head but i'd have to get like a short haircut like catra it yeah. would have to happen yeah there would be it would be some cool corruption art i wore my leather vest for the first time the other week Hell and yeah. uh you know i think that would just be an everyday sort of thing yeah um for evil claire yeah. a short hair leather vest big stompy boots and uh red eyes maybe i don't know red eyes apathy you know kind of just views the world through a bored look no matter what's going on and uh astral uh <laughs> yes my my rpg character yeah <laughs> except astral has better fashion than that <laughs> absolutely true evil salt craving show me the forbidden claire and brianna <laughs> <laughs> Uh, astral and eternal team up oh for real it's oh it'd be awful it'd be terrible it'd be terrible terrible. let's do a crossover episode oh claire we (laughs) can't but what it no (laughs) non-canon crossover episode which is another good trope (sighs) that we can't get into today you know that's too much good not good claire and not evil not not forbidden claire Forbidden um, Claire. Forbidden Claire. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to give me a craving? Yeah. My next craving uh, requires a little uh, visual demonstration. Well, that's which... bad for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you you don't you don't really have to worry because I think it'll come through audibly as well. Um, I haven't really done a lot since March. It's September now. It's October. What the fuck am I talking it's about? October. It's October now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so time is sort of slipping away. And I haven't really done much. And so I want to do more things. I, I want to, like, do more activities. I want to go outside uh-huh. and, you know, play sports ball and do things that means I'm going to sweat and get tired. And, and so I've uh, I've had a big craving to get buff. Hell so yeah. So I started uh, just oh. lifting weights. I see. Uh, okay. I have like two small five pound weights that you can like tie things <laughs> uh-huh. on. Um, and so I'm just like, I'm just going to casually be uh, seeing how long I can do this for while we uh, think of different ways that I can uh, get buff okay. uh, during this right during this lockdown. 
okay, yeah, you are just gonna keep doing this. Okay, yeah, she is. Yep. So, so for the listeners who again can't see this, Claire is. Just <laughs> I was expecting lifting. it to be more rattly. Um, right. Yeah, Claire um, is just lifting these weights. Okay, so get buff quick. As I've been told by the internet and by a lot of advertisements, this is possible um, to just get buff super quickly, super easily. What are the secrets the doctors don't want you to know, Brianna? Well, the secrets the doctors don't want you to know is about the buff chemicals. Now, I hear you'd be like, oh, you mean steroids? Oh, you mean like, oh, there's other... No. No, that's steroids we, existed. I was like, oh my god, we do so many chemicals on this show. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about advanced buff chemicals. Steroids is for weak weaklings. Um, <laughs> weak is for steroids are for weak shits and people dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to get buff, simply ingest the buff chemicals. Now, I hear you ask, what are the buff chemicals? Estrogen. Yes. Clearly, because I've lost all my muscle mass because of estrogen. <laughs> well, it's actually, so it's anti-estrogen. I hear you be like, oh, testosterone. No. It's sort of a, it's a type of- so It's an of, anti-androgen of, of, but it's an anti-estrogen. It's an anti-estrogen. It prevents the effects of the weakening of muscles. That's part one. Part mm-hmm. two, fuel to keep you going. I'm just going to guzzling. You know, well, yeah, Fury Max, in the, Fury in the Road, Mad Max. Yep. Uh huh. Starting uh, to slur my words because this is actually, um, I've only gotten up to about 75 or 80 reps of this before I can't do it anymore. And I really just want to get up to like 500. Uh, well, instead of doing that, instead of trying to get up to 100 with your lifting of, of weights, um, simply. You did say 500. 100 is weak sauce. Right. Yeah. I'm going to start saying things like weak sauce so people know I'm a pro yeah, yeah, uh, bodybuilder. Yeah. The third ingredient, of course, is <laughs> of the buff chemical is gym sweat. Because gym sweat? Who's yeah. gym? Or is this just general? The sweat from the gym. Oh, 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 I see. I thought you meant J I M. No, this is sweat from the gym. <laughs> Uh, because I need Jim to sweat for me because I'm gonna drink it. It's gonna make me really buff. <laughs> well, if someone named Jim does sweat at the gym, then you can use that for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna stand up now. This is starting to get uh yeah starting to get a little harder. Are you are you near enough to the bike to continue recording? Yeah, I'll just be really loud. Cool. I can see. I, all I'm seeing is your torso right now. Yep. And your arms as they go up to lift. Cool. The other component of the buff chemical is metal because you gotta have rock hard abs oh should i just replace my arms with android arms no 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 no, no. is that it's, the secret no it's in the chemical it'll start it'll start doing that for you you don't need to worry about it um, oh wait this chemical turns me into an android no it just sort of you know buffs up your stuff with muscles don't worry about with 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 steel with, with muscles <laughs> Just buffs up your stuff okay. with steel muscles, and that's fine. The final ingredient of the buff chemical is tasty juice to make it taste good. Taste juice? <laughs> it's like protein powder, but for liquid. It's protein powder, but for liquid, and it's Oof. stronger than protein power powder. It's protein power, is what it is. It's advanced. Oh, I see. Um... But I'm, I'm gonna sure stop th- lifting, but right, I just want okay. the record to show I could have kept going. Right, I just uh-huh. thought you were getting tired of my amazing torso. No, it's fine. I just, you know, <laughs> you were looking a little bit like a like an adult in peanuts, or you Ooh. just could never oh. see the top of I your head. I thought you were making another baseball reference. No, 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 no. Though I would not be surprised if there's some sort of baseball uh, character <laughs> who you never see like above their neck. <laughs> be very funny. <laughs> So, so tell me about this, like, get ripped quick juice. Well, what I've flavors told you does about it come it. in? I've, I've told yeah, you what, about what, it. I want to know the flavors, though. The flavors. Um, the flavors are... It's yeah, like rockin' yeah, raspberry. Yeah, oh, that's the okay. first flavor. The second flavor is... Rock hard banana. Rock hard banana. Wink, wink. The third flavor is... Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, sawdust. Blasted blueberry. Oh. <laughs> We are going very two different directions on this one. Well, yeah, mine are the are the tough, cool, buff flavors. Okay. Whereas yours are the tasty ones, you know. And so we have both options, right? Is the thing we we're we are we have a wealth of options here. We're gonna get rich uh, off of this pretty quickly when when we capitalize off of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited to be ripped. 
get those gains. I think that's can I not? Can I be? Can I be transparent? You know yeah. why I've been craving this? Uh, I'm gonna guess like a gay reason. Damn it! He got me. Yeah. How how did you know? How was it something? Was it something about me? Because you was it something that gave me away. Claire, Claire, I you want to know how I knew? Oh, you're no. a fucking dyke. Oh God, you got me. Shit, she knew. Yeah, I did know. We both. Yeah, you know that image of the like really tall person holding the really short person up against the wall. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah that that's the reason. That's, that's the, the reason. entire reason. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's, it's it. a good image. <laughs> it's a great image. Do you have any other solutions to get yourself buff quick? Um, I mean, we've done the injections through, um, consumables. I suppose friendship is sort of out of the question. We did, we were going swimming for a bit, but I can't imagine public pools are a, a great place to be right now. I really want to go swimming again. I want to go swimming. We're just, you know, I'm hey, pinky it promise. so we're, bad. We're going to go swimming when we can I'm eventually excited to when we can i've i had this realization that the newest pieces of clothing that i owned were swimsuits yeah because those are the last things i bought almost a year ago now i'm sad again <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna bring the pool to us and that's how we're gonna fix this Ooh, i like this i was like oh yeah what if you just had a personal pool and then i remembered rich people <laughs> Rich like, people have personal have pools. This. That's a thing. That's uh, a thing people just have. Uh huh. <laughs> I was gonna be like, what if we replaced roads with like waterways, like Venice, but everywhere? What if Vancouver Claire, was just now, all Claire, waterways? Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh huh. I think that might run into a similar problem than the reason we can't use public <laughs> pools right now. Uh huh. It probably wouldn't be great. To just, like, go and step outside and, and dive into the, the water straight in front of your apartment or house or whatever. Maybe we just need a pool delivery service. So you know how... Okay. <laughs> okay. So you know yeah. how Uber and Lyft and all of those um, things exist? Are, are going great, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. all of those sort of, like, uh, gig economy things. What if we had that, but it delivers a pool to your home, you use it, and then it flies away with the pool and, like, washes it and does everything, you know, like, it comes, it washes it, uh, sanitizes it, you swim in it for a bit, and then it leaves and goes somewhere else. We're just getting back into pool droids. We're just getting into the droid zone. I love to get into the droid zone, you know. You know, someone's gonna be like, yeah, I'm done with this pool, and, like, isn't gonna get it out of the pool, and then, like, the, <laughs> they're gonna just be swimming in the sky. And yeah. then they're gonna pretend they're a sky whale. And they're gonna go like, ooh, and then they're probably gonna, like, fall or something, and there's gonna be a big liability. Not with the auto parachutes that are installed in the swimsuits that you must wear when using the pool. Where does the parachute hide? Where does the parachute fit, Brianna? Well, the, the swimsuits have a backpack attached with the parachute. Oh, okay. That's gonna be very chunky when you're swimming around. Well, that's the sacrifices you gotta make for pool service, you know? Fair. Comes with a pool, comes with a backpack. It's you, not going to let you in unless you have that backpack on. It's true. Uh, do you want to give me another craving, then? Clara will give you a craving, but it's not going to be mine. It's going to be... Gasp. ...from a fan. Gasp. This one comes to us from a friend uh, of mine. Oh, right, I have to do the whole song. Fraving, <laughs> it's a fraving, fraving, it's a fraving, 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 craving, 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 craving. Jesus Christ. So we're not taking submissions anymore. You know what? That one was specific to this one because okay, I am not talking about, like, personally... I'm not the one talking about Star Wars on this podcast anymore, but uh, okay, great. <laughs> my friend Heather sent me a, a series of messages, which I'm just going to read out in, in the order in which I received them. I read the Ahsoka teen book and it was so bad. It just felt <laughs> like a couple of chapters of filler at the beginning of a YA novel, but it just kept going. The cover was pretty and I was disappointed, <laughs> lol. It was probably targeted at younger kids, even though it was in the teen zone. Brianna, my craving is more Ahsoka content. I am the consumption monster. 
So Ahsoka... Uh, Ahsoka's the Clone Wars protagonist, yeah, right? Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano is the Padawan from the Clone Wars. I can give a real quick... I, if you want, I can give a quick summary of kind of her whole... She's orange. She is part of the Clone Wars. She fights. She probably has a lightsaber. She uses the Force. I think I'm nailing this. So let me just give a real <laughs> quick, because... We need we need space with which we can use to fill, you know. Ah, we... space, I get it. Ha. Okay. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, no, it is super. Yeah, no, no, Claire, great. Uh, and they're in space. Yeah, it is space. Pew pew. Um. <laughs> so, Ahsoka Tano is the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. She fights throughout the Clone Wars. At one point, she's accused of treason by the Jedi, so they excommunicate her. Then she's cleared. Um, but because they accused her of treason, they're like, oh, sorry, we accused you of treason wrongly. Do you want to come back and join the Jedi? And she's like, no, what? No, obviously not. You accused me of treason. Um, and so she leaves the Jedi, basically mm-hmm. disappears after Order 66 happens, and then shows up again, helps start the rebellion. And oh. like the, yeah, yeah, this is the thing. She's an important character. She helps start the rebellion. She works in the rebellion for a bit, goes missing for a bit, is saved from time? From time? Yeah, there's a, a kid in Rebels, a, a Jedi kid, manages to go into this area that's like a portal, that's like a, a, a space between time and space, and he like pulls her right. out as she's about to be killed by Darth Vader at this point. Who is her... Her uh, former master. Mentor? Yeah, right. it's a grad scene when they f- face off, where it's like, I didn't believe that it could be you. He's like... I'm not the master you once knew. And she's like, you sure as fuck aren't. Um, and there's a <laughs> yeah, great, roast yourself. <laughs> and there's a great moment where he, she's like, then I will have to avenge the, 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 my master. And he's like, vengeance isn't a very Jedi way. And she's like, I'm not a fucking Jedi. And like, <laughs> they fight. It's very good. Um, but she's saved out of space and time. And so survives, keeps going for a bit. And then eventually flies off to go help save the kid who saved her. Basically. Um, oh, along with okay. Sabine Wren, another great character from Rebels, who's like a Mandalorian, extremely queer-coded girl. So, there's a lot of spaces in her timeline. And in general, lots of space to fuck around and basically say, is make up a Star Wars planet where she ends up on for a bit. She's very spunky and cool and, you know, justice-oriented, which is why she leaves the Jedi. <laughs> What's your... Help me conceive of just a of just a Star Wars planet. Help me conceive of a Star Wars planet where she would be just <sighs> hanging for a bit. So a long time ago, I thought of this planet for an RPG I was part of where it was tidally locked with its sun. And so one half of it was desert and one half of it was ice. Right. And there was this sort of stark border where um, two dominant species that cannot live on the other sides of the planet because they are so climatized to their current climate. And because, you know, tidally locking, I guess it depends on the size of the planet and whatnot, but it takes a very long time in the order of billions of years. And, and so, like, you know, it, it probably, these these species that inevitably became, you know, what we think of as sentient or whatnot, they did not traverse across the edge for many, many years until after their sentience had been achieved independently. And then they just went to war and they could never win their wars. And they've then in my planet, they were just perpetually at war because you can't take the other side of the planet. Yeah, but why would they be at war? We never actually explored that. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> well, this could be part of the thing. So is Asokatana... Asokatana. Asokatana gonna come and bring peace or yeah, explain? She, she, okay, in, um, so here's the pitch. I'll give you some Star Here, talk about Star Wars for an hour. I'm gonna go pee or something. <laughs> no, we can work on this together because it's very okay. much gonna be removed from Star Wars shit. After Order 66 and she's like hiding out... She tries to hide out on all these different planets. She ends up on this planet. Do you think, does she land on the desert side or the ice side? What do you think? My character was from the ice side, so Okay, she lands on the ice side and is like, wow, this is a, a weird and cool planet. And like, you know, tries to hide among the species there. But then it's like, oh, there's this war going on. And she's like, what war are you talking about? The war is over. The war ended. And they're like, not the clone war, our war. 
Uh, it's been going on for a very long time. We don't give a mm-hmm. shit about any of the fucking rest of the planets. This is just our war. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we need to we need to save our planet from these terrible other side people before we can even like yeah. go to war in outer space. God. Yeah. And then ironically, my character actually destroyed another planet. Anyways, that's not important. How is uh, how are we gonna save this war? Yeah, so <laughs> so so war? I think it's like it's it's a story about her basically discovering what's the state with this war, what's going on, and like trying to help the people with this war. Come to terms with like, is war justified ever? Is it justified in this case? Probably not. Is she the kind of person that could be convinced of propaganda? Yes. That like, uh huh. Oh, okay. Then yeah, maybe she's like fighting for one side and gets captured. Yeah, the whole thing about the Clone Wars is they're all convinced of the propaganda. Right, 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 right. So yes, so she could totally be convinced and then start to kind of have that kind of come apart and be like, oh, maybe war is bad. (laughs) Maybe this war is not good. (laughs) The classic, like, I've been on both sides of this and it's the same narrative on on both sides. Exactly. uh, Which is definitely a thing that has been done in the Clone Wars, but we could just... I think this is I think this is great because I think the desert ice thing is rad. Um, is there like yeah. a stark border on this planet, like a literal like line? Yeah, between uh-huh. yeah, and that's the front line, of course. So I think a lot about space planets and whatnot, and how the, right. how a st- sun would affect it. One of the things is like if a if you have like a desert planet and you have a sun just beating down on one spot continuously. Um, what I had thought on one side. And I stole this later for my other games is you just have this like outward crystal formation, just like because y- you basically are turning your sand into glass. Mm-hmm. And so you have this just like plane of glass that is spiky and going outwards away from the spot that faces the sun the most. Mm. But then the air always moves to the other side because hot air moves towards cold. And so you get this sort of like torrential terrible storms along the borders because you have hot air meeting cold air continuously at this border huh Uh, probably i don't know i would need to like run a simulation but from like my brain only um i assume there would probably be a shit ton of storms at the borders so yeah there's like a literal not only like the sun never moves from the planet's perspective but yeah there's literal like clouds i imagine as well making it even darker but only like once you cross the border that's rules and is terrifying Uh and so it's like you know seeing the front line and like seeing this war and like probably making some sort of big speech to end it because that's how that's how things work in star wars that's how star wars works okay or or maybe just like starting you know at least opening up peace talks and like discovering what is needed here and blah 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 you know that sort of thing and there's probably Uh some really cool fight against the some other maybe Sith or something who's also involved here and trying to like I mean Ahsoka Tana probably brings the war with her, right? That's the way that that is the way the Star Wars works. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like so maybe like, it's like, oh well shit. We were gonna fight that war after our war, but these fuckers brought their wars to us, and we we can't war each other until we fuck them up. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna fight together so we can fight each other after. AKA Mandalore. <laughs> that is the entire history of Mandalore. It's super good. Um, Great. Yeah, the Empire shows up and they're like, you know, the new the new empire that 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 formed out of the Republic, and they're like, hey bitches! We're here to take over your planet. Darth um, Vader just smoking up blunt. <laughs> That's how I I imagine that the Empire kind of is in internally. You know, obviously up high up they're like super. You know, like <clears throat> but like down yeah, uh-huh. in the like dumps of the Empire, I imagine they're all like, ah, woo, let's kill people and do war crimes. Woo. We're gonna defeat Darth Vader early and destroy Cannon. Well, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I don't know about that. This is probably one of the fucking Inquisitors or something, or a lesser evil person or something like that. The important thing is they fight off the Empire and, I don't know, maybe convince the Empire that it's just not fucking worth it to deal with them. And they're like, yay! And then they realize that fighting together was better than fighting each other. And that they can learn to live in peace. And also that, like, 
the ice people are like, damn, cactuses are kind of tasty. You can just, like, deliver us some cactuses, and we can, like, deliver you some, like, snow cones. But, like, underground cacti that just, like, live in tunnels from, yeah. to, like, and eats glass, glass cacti that, like, harvest water, and you break them open to collect your water. So we're gonna, we're gonna share some glass cacti. Glass cacti. They're stronger together, and that's the point of the story and of Star Wars. And Ahsoka probably is like, well, I can't bring more danger to these people. And so she leaves and goes to some other planet. And that's like one of the stops on her, uh, in her journey, you know? Yeah, so that's probably a better book. I think it's probably a better book. I haven't read the Ahsoka book. It's basically the only piece of, like, Ahsoka-related content that I haven't consumed. And it Ahsoka's? Yeah, because apparently it sucks, which is a bummer. Because some of the Star Wars books are pretty good. I think that's the last time I'm talking about Star Wars on this podcast for a bit. Unless I someone <laughs> I mean, unless someone some fan is like, no, I'm submitting a craving to make you talk about Star Wars more. Um in which case, like, listen, we've we follow the will of the fans, you know, we have to. But right. um but right. I am not bringing Star Wars as a craving again. For a while, at least. Yeah, everyone's just gonna submit their Star Wars cravings now. I, I will, if everyone wants me to, I'll do a, I'll do an episode on my own where I just talk about Star Wars for an hour. <laughs> Let me know if you want to, a Star, a, a Salt Craving Star Wars special. I'll just play video games while you talk about Star Wars. That'd be and super we'll just funny. Stream it. That'd be incredibly funny. <laughs> Especially if we get you playing a Star Wars game and you're like, I don't know oh what my any God. of this is. You could play Fallen Order and I could tell you, oh, that's a reference to that. I was talking about that. This is about this. This is what this sure. is. And we could answer questions from the chat about Star Wars. That would be Great. actually really fun. Is there is that a good star are there good Star Wars games? Um, I mean, so people generally hold Kotor and Kotor 2 is the highest in regard. They're non-canon okay. now, but they're really oh, interesting. Okay. I've played them a bit. They're cool. They're like old, old Republic shit. Like way like thou- a thousand years before the prequels or whatever. It's technically it's always been the Republic, but they kind of separated out to like you know, the, sure. the High Republic and the, the current Republic. Do you have another craving? That I, do, I do have a craving of mine, which is... So you know how music is typically arranged by genre? Sure, yeah, uh-huh. What if instead of that, it was simply arranged by vibe, emotional vibe? So you want, like, the Spotify happy music, or, like, music that my dog wants to fuck other dogs to or something? Yeah. Not that specific one, but things that are that specific. Because I've I've currently, you know, I've recently made a character who's like, a, a lot of her thing is like, I am old and my body doesn't work like it used to. And I'm having a lot of feelings about like growing old. Um, And so I just want Spotify right. to recommend me a playlist about like growing old and kind of in a melancholy sort of rock inspired way. Because all of that feels like it has, like, a connected vibe there. And, like, genre is useful in getting part of the way there on the vibe. But I, but genre is super broad. And I think, like, what I want is I want it arranged by vibes, by, like, lyrics. I want other ways to sort music and to, to look through music. You want to be able to, like, type in get an old melancholy and yeah. and just have a, a list of songs or a list of songs you. that are all high energy and upbeat but all the lyrics are sad as shit that's a that's a playlist i would like that sort of very specific type of like mix of genre and vibe and lyrics that that really coalesce around a specific theme I'm I've googled melancholy upbeat. I guess not Google. I've entered melancholy upbeat into Spotify, and there is an entire playlist. How are we improving this? Like, what? How is it better than just going to Spotify and searching some keywords? I want I want Spotify people to look like look at like oh yeah these are the bands that you like and and pull from there kind of initially. But also I don't know like. I think that my my major thing here is, like, when I make playlists, I look at the, like, suggested additions to this playlist. And a lot of the time, it's like, this is not the thing that I'm looking for. This is just <laughs> songs that were released in the same year or songs that are in the same genre. Um, yeah. Someone just, like, picking songs they like and then naming it something like Melancholy Upbeat. This is what I'm saying, is I believe that there are people doing this work of making the very specific moods and vibes playlists. But what if the algorithm was just better at, like, 
picking up on what I want. We're going to feed it algorithm juice. It, we're back to the juice, is it? I mean, what what happens if you feed Spotify the buff juice, right? Like, I mean, I think Spotify is just going to get buff. Spotify gets buffed. It has plus a two in range. And, the um, gang makes Spotify get buff. <laughs> hey, this is my Spotify patch. Uh, we are buffing Spotify with the use of this juice. Um, and Spotify becomes more powerful and effective. Here's the other thing about this. We might want to consider options that don't involve Spotify. Yeah, we're going to murder Spotify and then take its corpse okay, and well, uh, yeah. do necromancy. I just want it. Okay. Mm, I I know it's salt cravings. I understand uh-huh. that it's salt cravings. We could right. go the juice chemicals or the necromancy or the robots avenues. Um, just have some juice while you do your necromancy. Sometimes you get thirsty while you're raising the dead. Right, and, you know, and you, you have, need to take a break. Have a, have a nice juice you, break. You have to, a robot. Okay, <laughs> here's, the th- here's the thing that we're going to do is we have a robot <laughs> deliver us chemical juice. And we drink mm-hmm. the chemical juice while we're doing right. our necromancy. And then, I don't know, it becomes a dystopia. Oh, fuck it. What a good character, having a little necromancer who has a robot buddy. That's a really good character. Could we do this with a, like... Because here's the other thing. is like I don't necessarily feel always great about using a music streaming service. Because it does... It is no, bad for the either. industry and bad for artists. And so, like, mm-hmm. how are ways to do this without using a streaming service, right? Are there ways to look through large swaths of music to find specific songs that you're looking for? We're going to start a little village for musicians. Um, we're, we're, we're just going to have, like, summarize, like, how are you feeling today? And just, like, invite people over. And, and you know, you don't always get melancholy upbeat, but you look at the schedule. I guess there's no Claire. schedule for feelings. You wake up and you're like, oh, hey, someone's feeling melancholy but upbeat this morning, you know? Claire. I didn't get that yesterday, but uh, I'm going to go hang out. Claire, the thing you're describing is KK Slider concerts. Yeah, let's let's get KK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. KK Slider can just do... Well, we know that KK Slider can do any genre. He's powerful. So theoretically, he can just make your whole playlist for you, you know? Okay, we're just gonna uh, sliderify our our musical taste. Sliderify. You go to KK Slider, you're like, hey, I'm looking for music that has this specific type. And KK Slider's like, don't worry, I got you. He says that, of course, it sounds like, memer, 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 memer. Um, <laughs> but he says, like, don't worry, I got you. Here's some of my faves. And he passes you, like, a mixtape that he's made for this specific mood. He's you like, just reach into your pocket, it's there. You just reach That's into your how pocket. He does. You reach into your pocket, it's there. You go listen to it. Then at the end, KK Slider's voice comes on at the end of the mixtape and says, Hey, if you liked these songs, you should uh, go and support these artists. Subscribe and buy the to music. my uh, Patreon. <laughs> I was going the good route where he's like, You should support these artists and go search out this music that 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 I've that I've given you here. Subscribe to KK Slider's evil Patreon. <laughs> K.K. Slider corruption arc. I play music evilly. (laughs) You request melancholy upbeat and you just get depression metal. (laughs) I want K.K. Slider's depression metal (laughs) so much. Uh, Me too, me too. K.K. Depression Uh. is my favorite song that K.K. Slider can perform. (laughs) They're really going out of their way in these new updates. KK severe mental <laughs> illness. God, I can KK see the videos now. KK existential dread. Uh, the new YouTube video. Have the SJWs corrupted Animal Crossing and KK Slider gone too far? <laughs> question mark, question mark. KK intrusive thoughts. I can't. <laughs> It's just uh, K.K. Slider, like, in his animal voice, saying a bunch of intrusive thoughts he has sometimes, and being like, I want to get rid of these intrusive thoughts. Because it's an oh animal voice, you can't god. tell what he's saying, so it's fine. Oh my god. So we're just gonna fill your head with K.K.'s voice. That's that's the craving. That's how we get you melancholy but upbeat. We got it. We did it. We did it. Just like an edible K.K. Slider, who lives inside your brain. Sorry, edible? I mean... He's, he's edible? He's kind of small. How do you know? He's that? like this big. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, Claire just held up her hand in the approximate uh, an inch. An inch. Kinky Slider's an inch tall? Since when? I mean, I play the video game. I've seen him. Oh, He's not bigger than an inch. you think the Switch is actual size? Of course it is. Wow. There's a lot of really small... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of really this is a game made for ants. small video game characters. Yeah, they're all very small. This is why we are the dominant species. Hey, hang on. How do you conceive of the... If a, if a game is both on Switch and on computer, and the characters are different... <laughs> <laughs> different size because the screens are a different size. How uh-huh. do you think about that? You take the smallest one because you can blow things up, but you can't shrink them down. That's just science. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you take the smallest screen you can find. Uh, yeah. Damn. Any game that I can play on my phone, holy shit, mm-hmm. those characters yeah. are tiny. Hang on, how do emulators work here? If you try to emulate something onto your phone, right, that's originally- I've never played. seen a phone emulate a PS4 yet. Okay, what about PS2? Well, you know, that's fine. Like, they, why do you think they looked all bad? Is because they tried to blow them up when it was too early, and now they just have so few polygons. This is what happens. We learn the technology early, but we didn't master it until, like, the later generations, where we're like, you know, we're not going to put this on the phone. Um, these people are tiny, but we're going to make them bigger now. They're not edible, unlike before. And now, you know, Spyro was just always sort of a, a snack. So wait, they were right. edible and now they're not? Well, they were always edible, but, you know, Sony tried to masquerade as if they weren't by blowing them up on the screen and being like, no, you can't have this on your phone. Um, <laughs> no, you and then, you know, scientists came along and were like, fuck <laughs> you, we're going to put Spyro on the phone and then the Switch. And we proved Sony wrong, uh, that Spyro is indeed edible. <laughs> Hang on, have you eaten Spyro the dragon? It's, uh, it's like a hot Cheeto. It sort of burns on the way down. Was it alive? Not once I ate it. <laughs> I can't believe you vored Spyro the Dragon. Uh, that was a hell of a noise. Was that Spyro trying to come back up? <laughs> yeah, Spyro vored enough butterflies. And yeah, was I saw, like, I saw revenge, a bit of, bitch. Yeah, I saw a bit of smoke come out of there. Does this solve your music? <laughs> yeah, sure. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's g- get away from here. Get a- get away from this craving. Give me give me uh, that craving. I need it. I need something to cleanse the palate before we leave. Great. I'm going to send you a video uh, on Twitter. A word? That you don't have to watch right now, but it uh, does. You can watch without the uh, noise on because my next craving is artisanal food items. And the video I've just sent you is a video for artisanal butter. This um, one. Which is not a thing I even realized existed. Yeah, I mean, and I knew fancier like, butter existed because we have, we've had some in the house recently. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I want to get really into, like, food. I kind of miss going out to eat. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that uh-huh. um, in a very long time. Well, what do you um, mean? The pandemic? You could still go. You could go out to eat. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, don't don't subject people to your desire to be served. And I'm very excited to like, I, not even just like going out to restaurants. It's like specifically artisanal food. In this case, it's right. like art, at least in the video, it's artisanal cheese, right? Or artisanal butter. Yeah. But like artisanal cheeses, I want to go to Europe so badly. Me too. And just like eat expensive cheeses that are actually not expensive because they're made there and you don't pay for the shipping costs. Yeah. (laughs) But like artisanal everything, it gets away from (laughs) mass manufactured shit and it's like a a thing of extreme privilege. But sometimes I just want to be like, I just want a little little taste, just a little treat. I want to see what artisanal butter is like. Yeah. I want to see what artisanal cheese is like. I, I want to see what a good wine is like. Is it actually different or does it all just taste like right. vaguely bitter, sometimes sweet juice that yeah. is not as I, good as real juice? Yeah. You want that, like, the sort of thing that you can't order in, right? The sort of thing that you need to, like, go to specific places to get. Exactly, yeah. Also, I just, in this video, I was watching it with the sound off. And I really appreciate the, the uh-huh. moment where the guy goes, 
Me, I'm a little good man, and I make little things. <laughs> Which I really it's love. It's very amusing. I love... I'm that really, man is very wholesome. Yeah, this is incredibly wholesome and good. At one point, he's talking about his seaweed butter, and he's like, do you hear that? It's the ocean. And the person interviewing him just, like, does not understand he's being... He's joking at first, and was like, no, what? And, like... That's very he's like, funny. watch out for the seagulls, and just, like, yeah. Just a wholesome butter creator. I just want to be as satisfied, like, making one artisanal thing the same way that this butter man does. Yeah. I feel like there's, like, certain things that I find... I find that like 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 I I eat pretty like at least with most things I try to eat like cheap I try to go for like the the cheaper options for things obviously there's like certain things that I'm like nah I want the good stuff for this I think my my big one <laughs> the big one that I do get is like I get good parmesan instead of just yeah like, the, like, you actually switched me over to good parmesan it's so good dude it's, it's so it's, worth it it's worth it i got it's even like better parmesan lately yeah i spent 30 fucking dollars on a like block of parmesan Fuck. it was not a like i'm gonna go out of my way to get this it was like oh even the parmesan that i normally buy which is the parmesan that you got me into is now gone because yeah. you know sometimes things are out of stock and i was like Am I going to eat this cost um, for, like, a block of cheese? And I was like, I guess so. I can afford it now. It's weird to be like, I'm not a student anymore. And I got a job at literally the beginning of this pandemic, which is ironic. Yeah, I... The other thing that I, I, I've been doing that has been nice... I mean, I'm lucky because I live in, like, an area where there's a lot of, like, places within walking distance. And most of them are not places that I'm going to eat at. But I do go to the, like, nice bagelry that's, like five minutes away oh. and get like nice bagels and then use like nice butter that we have in the house and that as a morning thing honestly can't be beat there is a jewish bakery that i yeah. want to go back to so badly and get their bagels like so badly are, I, are they open probably you should go but, like it's not it's not worth it like i i truly like i think i've ordered from a restaurant maybe five times since March. And that was always because it was like I was seeing a partner. And so like, you know, we're just it's it's 6 p.m. Don't want to cook. Let's just get sushi. I'll go pick it up, which is the safest way of just ordering ahead of time going in for like 60 seconds and then picking it up and leaving. Yeah. And I've done that about four or five times. And that's about it. And it's like right. I, there's there's no like as much as it's as much as I'm on a podcast about like, I want to indulge my cravings. I don't. <laughs> right. I think you can, like... It's I have diff- the cravings. Right. Like, um, it's but a I'm, difficult- I'm cool to wait. I'm, like, good. Like, I'm I'm good to wait. Um, I'm just gonna, like... Because I'm already thinking, like, next Halloween, I'm gonna throw a huge Halloween party, yeah. probably. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that oh, uh, that's actually a viable option. <laughs> and, and so, like, I'm just gonna, you know, do all the things. Yeah. I'm just gonna do all the things when I can again. Uh, and, 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 you know, that's my plan. I've been, I'm patient, um, yeah. is sort of, you know, a, a characteristic of, of mine that I have worked on. I, I think, like, I think sometimes it's nice to, like, get nice things for yourself. I do, I do. I've I've actually ordered a couple books. You know, I got a, a comic or two, and I, yeah. I ordered, um, I think I just ordered, like, three books the other day, you know, just as a, as a thing. Right. I hadn't bought anything. Um, oh, and I bought myself a video game. There you yeah. go. I got a... Well, I guess I bought it like three years ago, but Iconfell came out. Hey, shout out to Iconfell. Great game. Queer Great game. local developer. Uh, you should play Iconfell. You can have a little a treat. Everyone deserves a treat, but also like a lot of money uh, goes to other people right now because yeah. other people need it more than I need a little treat. I, yeah, I feel it and I understand completely. I, I feel this craving though. Yeah, like just seeing the nice things. I did grow up in with uh, quite a bit of privilege. And so, like, I have had moments where I've, I have gotten to have the nice things growing up, which was very lucky. And some of it is worth it. And some of it is not. Uh, but some <laughs> of it is, in my opinion. I just want lobster. I do not care for lobster. That's you can super ha- fair. Like, honestly, I mean, I don't eat meat anymore. But, yeah. like, if I was going to pick between lobster and crab, crab, 100%. I'm a lobster person more than crab. You know what is good though? Garlic butter. Now I'm just making myself hungry. We should end this podcast because we now should we're just end this talking podcast. About food. <laughs> Go eat or 
we'll just keep talking about food and like high quality food. We're going to make everyone hungry for the high quality food. And we can't do that. But Claire, you should get little a food treat. Everyone should watch this wholesome butter guy. He's just kind of wholesome. Yeah, I'll link it in the description. This is this is great. He's just very enthusiastic about butter. It's just wholesome content. You just need a palate cleanse and and then you eat some butter and you're like, mm, that's some that's some wholesome butter. I I want Also I really badly want seaweed butter now. Like yeah. after realizing you could just have that, I was like I want seaweed butter. Yeah. Anyways, this has it's, been salt cravings. Yeah. Uh, no politics in this one. Only seaweed butter. No um, politics <laughs> in podcasts. No politics in anything. Anarchy forever. Anarchy isn't podcast. Isn't podcast. Isn't politics. Anarchy is. <laughs> Welcome to the world's first anarchist podcast. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, find us on social media at Salt Cravings on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can go uh, donate to trans women of color in need in the description. Or you can go rate us. Is there any podcast thing that even lets you submit ratings anymore? But if there is, if you know of the Underground Black Market yeah. podcast ratings app, you should go do that. Go just submit a five-star comment that says, uh, little artisanal seaweed butter. People will be like, that's what this podcast is about? Okay, I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> Um, Am I missing anything? Well, I was just going to say, uh, related to the social media thing, I said that when I figured out what competitor of Hootsuite I'm using, I would say on the podcast, um, I'm using Publer, Publer.io, P-U-B-L-E-R.io. I've just started using it, but I like it quite a bit. Um, it does have the nice. ability to do uh, captions, which is, I think, a... Oh, a, yes. nice. Anyway, so Publer.io would be my recommendation for that. Yeah, submit your cravings. As per usual. Or don't. Submissions as, at, if they're about Star Wars, Submissions at saltcraving.com <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, submit And if, the if you want to submit a Star Wars craving, uh, send that over to the trash. No, um, no, 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 no. No. Here's, here's my specific thing. Here's what I'm going to say. If you want me to talk about Star Wars and you want to submit specific Star Wars cravings, when I get four of them... I will do mm -hmm. a solo episode where I just talk about Star Wars. Let's do the streaming thing. Okay. If we do I'll play a Star Wars game. Yeah, if we if you. we get if we if you want to hear me talk if you want to hear me talk about Star Wars, you want to hear us do some Star Wars shit, submit those and we'll do that. Otherwise, submit your other cravings, please. We love to do phantom cravings. It's a lot of fun. And I think that's it. That's the end of the episode. No more Star Wars. No more uh, butter. No more politics. It's all downhill from here. We, I can't believe we won politics. We did it, everyone. We defeated politics. Down with the politics nut. That's baseball, right? Yeah. I understood baseball. <laughs> Weirdly, yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, Do you want to clap? Yeah, let's clap. There's a garbage truck also. Turns out, right now, it was the worst time. Go away, garbage truck. Hey, garbage truck. Take your garbage and get out of here.
Get out of here with your garbage. I'll be right there. We don't need your garbage here. Why is it taking? It's just like vibrating outside. I guess not vibrating. I don't really know the verb for like slow moving mechanical part noise. Vibing. Vibing. Um, there is definitely a word, I just can't think. Scraping? Oh, that is not the word I would, uh, I would use, but that makes sense. Scraping. Well, the garbage truck is scraping its way downtown. That's awful. Zooming fast. Scraping my way downtown, moving fast, <laughs> picking up trash. <laughs> I am asepsis. Um, <laughs> asbestos. Asepsis. <laughs> um, I think it's gone, so I'm gonna open my intros again, and we can do silence, and then I think we're good. <laughs>